Welcome, welcome. On today's episode of Let's Talk Yoga, I will be interviewing a man and yogi whom I have much admiration for. We had a series of about seven to eight weeks this year getting to know each other and our yoga teacher training. Through this time, I gained much respect for this man's dedication to his craft and training. So today, I would like to give a warm welcome to Jonathan Kurian, a.k.a. King Johnny. What's going on, David? I'm so happy that you invited me on this podcast. Excited oh, uh, to reconnect and just to to share a little bit about, you know, my story as well as, you know, just to to let the world know what what yoga and what just the the pure energy that lives inside you is capable of. I think yeah. as yogis, we we are conduits to the energy that, that flows through the universe to people and it'll help flow out of people as well. Man, snap, snap, snap. That's a little bit of poetry right there, getting them getting them warmed up, getting them started for, for what's uh, bound to be talked about. And, you know, this is my pleasure as well. You know, I definitely uh, enjoy spending time with you, uh, learning along with you and from you in the program. And uh, I had a, a chance to briefly introduce you here, but I'm aware that you have so much more going on. Uh, for instance, you've uh, recently uprooted again, traveled back to Texas from Kentucky, where we met initially uh, and did our teacher training. So would you mind sharing a little bit about your background and what's going on in your world? Yes, I would love to. Um, so I'm originally a Texan. I was born here and I, I did a world tour about 50 different countries. And um, I was lucky enough to meet David in Kentucky at the own place. And, you know, my life changed radically within the last two years, as everyone known. Um, you know, COVID had a drastic effect on all of our lives. And uh, that in itself has brought me to a place where I was ready for a transition. And that transition brought me back to home to Texas. So I'm glad to be uh, back among my Houstonians and just really thriving down here. Yeah, for sure. In Houston, uh, you know, I've, I've been in that Texas heat before. I know it's <laughs> getting a, an adjustment back to it, uh, you know, from Kentucky. It's pretty um, serious. But, it's pretty serious. <laughs> yeah, life is full of adjustments. Um, yeah. You've mentioned, you know, what COVID, um, you know, what that was like for you and, um, and uh, even your family. And, you know, you, you're a family man. You're a father. Uh, you're a husband. Right. And... Um, so what, what, what was COVID like for you uh, in those times and, and how were you using your, your skills, your skill set, um, you know, uh, of being a, you know, health and wellness guru? Um, mm. You know, what, how did you use those tools in, in that time? Right. So as you all know, um, you know, COVID hit probably January, February, March timeframe of 2020. So at the end of February uh, 2020, my son was born. Um, soon after that, I got a phone call stating that my father was on his deathbed and I had to travel to mm -hmm. India. And before my son was 10 days old, I traveled to India in order to spend the last days with my father. I spent about 40 days with him and I was I had the opportunity to bury him and, uh, and the honor to bury him and just send him off to the next plane. Um, and it was a beautiful, beautiful story. Um, you know, through the process, I had been going through yoga teacher training and, you know, our, our lovely, uh, 
yoga teacher, Erin, she was able to really give me the opportunity just to release me and go. So when I went to India, I began to really tap into how people were isolated in their homes. So I started, you know, just kind of a, a Zoom uh, yoga sessions. And it was really more focused, really not on exercise, but a way that they can restore themselves and find peace in a turbulent time. Hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, your, uh, your process through it sounds like it was, um, you know, just as turbulent as anyone else would be able to find. I'm being able to, uh, like needing to travel and then, um, having a child born and and through it all still willing to work with people to help them find some solace and some and some uh some mindful spaces uh through it all yeah definitely a testament and you know we we mm-hmm. both Thank uh you. went absolutely we both went through the uh the own place teacher training uh this year in 2021 and i you know this is about talking about yoga let's talk yoga i'm, I'm just curious for you um you know, you are an Indian man. You've um, you've experienced the that motherland, and right. so what was your journey like into yoga? How did how did it begin for you? Well, that's a funny story actually. So, um, you know, yoga is not uh, very prevalent in uh, society as it is in America. So, you know, the first person that ever introduced me to yoga was my mother. I was uh, I was a teenager, and she brought me into a class full of women, and uh, you know I was already a physically active uh, young male. So, you know, she kind of gave me the opportunity to do the little stretching and the shavasana, and uh, you know it really opened my eyes to um, what yoga was. You know, it wasn't just you know uh, I would say for women, but it was for men as well. So I, there was a good stint where I did practice a little yoga here and there, but then I became very fervent in my practice in yoga after uh, I realized that I needed that discipline. The discipline of movement, the discipline of meditation, the discipline of just um, selecting a time and place in which to find my Zen. And it, it, it was healing not only to my mind, but it was healing to my body as well as my spirit. Mm-hmm. And I was glad that I, I discovered it when I finally kind of um, tripped on this little, you know, nook of a place in the back waters of Kentucky, the own place, uh, just a beautiful location, beautiful studio, beautiful people there. And um, that's where my enlightenment of yoga began. Yeah. Awesome. I uh, I don't know if I have a, a similar origin, but it, it really stems from like this curiosity that I had um, with the philosophy, you know, not really being in any culture around people that that studied yoga or did yoga, but, you know, wanting for me, beginning with like a, a meditation uh, fixation, wanting to mm-hmm. you know get a deeper uh, practice of meditation and <laughs> having moments of sitting down 
breathing right. and all of a sudden my shoulder hurts and my hips don't fold all the way down <laughs> and I'm like um <laughs> there's yeah, something else to this and yeah so um you know we we I had a, a chance to learn a lot about the philosophy and we both uh had a teacher in Aaron Smith who was not only a um a good um teacher but a good storyteller um mm. and so i learned a lot about the philosophy through uh through the stories that she would tell and uh, again it originates for me with that um uh with the pranayama with the breath yes. and the breathing as yeah. well as the the meditation and right. um so i'm just curious um what part of the yoga philosophy are some of your favorite features um that you tend to gravitate to I mean definitely I completely 100% agree with you. So, you know, the whole idea of meditation, I believe that, you know, that in itself is a necessity of life. A lot of people don't take that time, but the more meditation that you're practicing, the more inwardly focused you can be to actually properly have an outward response. So, you know, the same in pranayama, it's like, you know, you inhale the good and exhale the bad. You know, you breathe in oxygen and let out CO2. And I like I said, David, I completely concur with you like the whole idea of just uh learning how to breathe it's just the source of life mm. but uh one of the elements of philosophy that really kind of settled into me was somebody so mm. the the place where you just let it all go right you you've come and you've walked through you know the runs of you know the limbs of yoga and you come to a place where the universe has everything you need you just need to be open to it receive it and at the same time let it go and that's just a state of bliss that you know i try to help other people come to as well that is phenomenal and as a you know trainer and a, a coach and a guru and all those titles that you can withhold i think if that is a, a a philosophy and identity that you withhold i think anything any person that that works with you would definitely benefit uh, on a spiritual level and i think that is a, a great emphasis that you will have um with clients and i think that's a that's an awesome thing because you know we're talking about samadhi samadhi being the eighth um limb within the eight limbs of yoga the ashtanga uh things that we i had a chance to learn about and it has I guess it's encapsulated by the term enlightenment. It's it's this phase where we've gone through the the postures and positions of yoga. We've gone through the 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 um let's say how we treat people, how we treat ourselves, you know, the our awareness of um who we are in the space that we we hold and we've reached now this space of enlightenment and um you know, to me there are uh not as many words and terms that resemble something directly spiritual. And so it sounds like your your philosophy behind so many things that you do are are directly spiritual. Have you always been um like a spiritual person? 
Um, I would believe so. So, I mean, the, that story goes uh, relatively deep. Maybe we can touch on it on another on another session. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I've always had a inner voice, an inner um, an inner calling. You would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, that as a young age, I didn't couldn't identify what it was exactly. Um, as I grew into you know my later years. Um, you know, I, there was a need for it, right? So when there was a need for it, I was like, okay, I got to call it by name, you know, I got to call it into existence. I got to make it a reality because either I'm crazy or, you know, the universe is just, you know, kind of outpouring on me and, you know, so, I mean, you know, I've searched through different niches and, you know, found kind of you know, what exactly it is, you know, what is the, um, what is that inner voice uh, leading me towards? But once I started um, living those moments out, did I realize that it was the force of good that was leading me to the direction of my purpose? Yeah. Um that's absolutely powerful and i could tell that is a topic and subject uh you know on its own would 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 you know would need due time and so yes. i won't i won't uh harper on it too yeah too we'll long. talk about it david for we'll sure work. for sure um but i i think where i was getting with it was this um this uh business that you have this this kind of framework that you have in building people up and particularly building men up you uh, we've had conversations and you've really had this uh distinct interest to work with men and um so you know i'm i I may go off a tangent and i know this part of the conversation those things are bound to happen but you know what what is this um what is this goal to work with men and why do you find that to be a uh, uh, something that that needs to happen right so i created an organization called live like a king so live like a king specifically tailored uh towards men currently and so it's renewing of the mind transforming the body and uplifting the spirit so currently, you know, my demographic are male. So we're coming out with a program called Love Like a Queen. So that will be uh, a whole other uh, chapter in itself, but we're not there yet. But I believe as far as the male society that we currently live in is it's not exactly living courageously. So I want to bring them the elements, the tools they need to, you know, live a fuller life, lead their family in love, go to work empowered, and find peace and rest when they need it, as well as, you know, the elements of uh, leveling up their spirit, body, and mind. Mm. So really having that combination and um, empowering men not to only do it for themselves but for others in their circle as well mm-hmm. I mean the goal here is not necessarily you know to you know help men that hear this message but 
to start a movement. So mm. this is where I am. I'm, I'm on ground zero, and uh, I'm, I'm ha- happy to share that vision with you. Absolutely, every vision has a genesis, and every beginning or every place has a beginning. So you know, I think you're on to something great. Um, and I think it's a demographic that absolutely needs it. I, it's interesting the um, the idea that you know living courageously and really having you know we don't really have a a, a model or um, some form of a, a rite of passage for men these days. Um, yeah. That's kind of just like oh, okay, boy grow into man, and it's like that's you know that's a <laughs> you know, big step. <laughs> That's a big step. It is a big, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's it, it's hard for a lot of men to take that leap. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just to give you a quick breakdown, I'm giving my boys. I have three boys: David, Jonah, and Moses. They're five, three, and one. I'm giving them kind of a uh, ceremonial uh, lifestyle. So, uh, David will be, you know, going on six, and then he'll go from a baby to a boy, and then he'll go to you know 12 to 13 and there'll be a ceremony where he'll go from boy to teenager and then well there'll be another ceremony where when he turns 18 and he leaves the house and the final ceremony would be on his wedding day you know so creating that accountability so that he knows not only that the wisdom is being poured into him but that also that as if he missteps he will be checked in the process knowing that you know you know what to do is right but nonetheless you did it how can we change it so when i speak of courage it's the courage to be vulnerable Mm, it's not i love that i love that it's not necessarily you know the courage to be bold and um overpowering but the courage to be vulnerable and susceptible to change you know we need to change as people as a person before we ever go out into the world you have um such a well-grounded um program set for for these men and it really sounds like it comes from many places and many wisdom teachings and um you know i can hear it hear it in your voice and, Mm. and hear it as a passion which is it's it's totally awesome and i was um i was reflecting on one of the last um maybe notches or uh, one of the last things that you mentioned about uh what you would do for men where it's you uh you would ha- like to help them find peace and rest when they need it and i think we're all such you know go-getters we feel like we always need to right. go get it and don't get much sleep you know only the 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 weak sleep or something like that i, I remember I, listening I to steve harvey well. i know it too well <laughs> Yeah, Steve Harvey, long time ago, he was like, yeah, while you sleep, millionaires up making money or something like that. And it's just like, you know, not everyone's life looks the same and not everyone's body is the same. And um, I think uh, you have this emphasis on on wellness that um, that's really important that not a lot of people will have. And so will yoga be be a part of the emphasis? Like, how are you going to incorporate yoga with what you do? Right. So yoga is the beginning. Yoga is the beginning of all of my sessions. It's uh, pretty much, you know, pranayama is the beginning of all my sessions. Uh, You do it throughout the sessions as well. So um, really 
I want to instill a practice of yoga for, you know, men in particular, but women as well, to really learn their bodies. Uh, one of the greatest things uh, Aaron Royal uh, taught me was introception. So the, the perspective on not proprioception, which means what's going on around you, but introception, what's going on within you. So once we can identify that, you know, we really need to understand to move our bodies in certain ways, especially the first thing we do when we get up and we'll in that process add longevity to our life. Mm. So, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you're not meant to live forever, but you know, the, the more you can move in your uh, later years, um, the more productive you can be as a person mm -hmm. and i think that's the greatest gift i can give to any of the individuals i can come in contact with is that message of yoga i mean it's truly more than beneficial uh than just losing weight or you know just you know what people normally think about it as like be re really being really limber you know mm -hmm. but rather really you know, lubricating the spinal cord, um, increasing blood flow uh, in, you know, not only in your in your veins and arteries, but in your lymphatics as well. So once we get to really do that, then we live a fuller life with more potential. That's so awesome and, and great. And the the teacher training program, uh, as you mentioned, we learned a lot of like, for me, it was new and uh, cool uh, ways of identifying our bodies and space and, you know, the awareness that, that we live in. And um, yeah, the what you just mentioned about proprioception, I definitely thought was uh, <laughs> something I've, I've taken with me and try yeah. to reflect on as I as I continue my, my practice. And when I, you know, reflect on, you know, everyone's body is different. But when I think of your body, you are a very masculine framed man. Uh, nobody can really second guess whether or not you're strong, uh, whether or not you've got a, a beard of what looks like a Greek god. And <laughs> what, <laughs> I appreciate and, you. Know, I appreciate you have a posture of somebody who is uh, self-assured. And the uh, you know, those visuals at times, you know, I've also seen you in the gym, right? And so somebody who's able to lift a, a lot of weights. And so right. uh, people like that don't necessarily have a, a spiritual lens to what they do. And uh, we've had conversations and you've mentioned something about being a health guru. And so I wanted to ask you, like, what it, what is a, a health guru? It sounds like such a cool idea. And, right. Um, right. you know, what does that mean for you? So it's... Um really a guide right so um i want to be the person that connects you to who you need to be so through the process of just identifying um what your goals are what uh your passion is what your circumstance is i take this do an analysis and then create a certain system and a program to help you reach there. Now, what reaching there looks like is for you to understand that it's not only kind of, you know, I wanna be more healthy, but I wanna live a better life. 
Mm. You know, so it's you can reach a certain goal or you can never stop. Mm. I, w- I want you to have the energy to go all day, all night for the rest of your life. And just to have that perspective and to, to share that perspective and for uh, me to help you adopt that perspective, I call myself a health guru. Yeah, that's super cool. And, you know, energy is the uh, the, the premise, what I heard. Um, and so often in our spiritual centers, we talk about how everything is energy. And mm-hmm. I've been in that own, my own mindset of, oh yeah, everything's energy, you know, nothing's really solid and all these type of things. But <laughs> right. when it comes to my, my uh, bodily energy, I'm always wanting to take naps and I'm always like, right. you know, and it's not, you know, naps are great. Um, but I'm like physically tired still. And I'm like, right. I'm still a drain and a wane. Right. And so it's this, this interesting thing. And also I've read on a website that you have, you mentioned that you, uh, you look for, um, prevention rather than sicknesses. Um, or, or, or you can say that there's a, a cure for sicknesses through prevention. And I just wanted to ask right. you what, what you meant by that. So, um, you know, another part of my story is that I went to medical school uh, for several years in the Caribbean, and I learned so much about the human body through cadavers and amazing teachers, even in doing my rotations over on the south side of Chicago. But at the end of the day, I found that the best thing that anyone can do to prevent disease is take care of their health right now. So, you know, as of right now, my platform is, I mean, the drive, the vision, all of it is say you're obese or your circumference circumference of your waist is a little bit larger. If we can reduce that circumference, we can avoid um, hypertension, diabetes, and even cancer and many other diseases. So, I mean, that is my honoring of my Hippocratic Oath that I took so many years ago. Hmm. So so really helping people deter uh, disease away. So the, the, the preventative way of medicine that I approach it is, let's take care of you right now through your macronutrients and your micronutrients, your water intake, your activity and your sleep. And through that, we'll reach a healthier, person Mm -hmm. certainly i mean you know it's an an inspiring thing to realize that the body heals itself and what can we do to help it heal and grow healthy and i think this uh this health guru is almost like you know the revitalizing of those body processes to 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 move in a healthy way and um right it's you know you know we're talking about yoga we're talking about so many things to be honest yeah we are we are covering a lot of topics but i think you know the yeah. emphasis really is that you are somebody um who sees and uh has programming for multiple parts of of people you're not just the one uh trainer right you just don't work the muscle you don't just work the mind, you also work the spirit. And, right. you know, I, I, I don't want to take up too much time, but I do want to make sure we have a chance for you to plug 
you know, where people can find you um, and and the business that you ha- have. So do you mind uh, sharing with social medias and your, your websites? I would. I would. Thank you so much for the opportunity to plug myself right now. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm King Johnny. Um, I would absolutely love to help you reach your goals. It doesn't matter if you're a man. It doesn't matter if you're a woman. But if you're interested in coaching for your health needs, please reach out to me. My website is www.livelikeaking.co. That's L-I-V-E-L-I-K-E-A-K-I-N-G.co. You can find me on IG at i.make.com kings and my email address is live like a king info at gmail.com if you're interested you can go to the website and schedule a free consultation and i would love to talk to you about your desires your goals even your dreams and let's make it happen that is so well said um very very uh, great opportunity for a lot of people to explore new things uh, within their body and their mind and their spirit. Uh, a quick follow-up on that. Are you uh, open to virtual as well as in-person clients? If somebody's in Kentucky now or in Virginia. Are you working with people in yes. other areas? So actually, most of my clients are uh, virtual. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, mo- the majority of my clients are virtual. I do have one-on-ones here. Um, so if you're in the Houston area, please feel free. You can reach out to me um, through one of my uh, various methods to, to get to me. Um, I would love to do one-on-one with you, either yoga, physical training, or just pranayama. Um, I'm, I'm available to, to help you make a change. That is so awesome. And I want to thank you again for, you know, being on the podcast. Uh, you know, you you plugged in all of your location, uh, all of your, you know, places to, to find you. So hopefully anyone who comes across this does reach out. Um, King Johnny. King Johnny, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, you are by far um, a good friend and a great yogi. I can't wait for us to teach a class together again. And uh, as uh, our yogi Aaron says, to see you in my eyeballs. Oh, that's uh, that's beautiful. Well, I wish you the best of luck in your uh, process and transition now that you're in Texas. Um, Thank you. And, you know, we, we can definitely do this again, uh, but we want to honor our time and uh, the time yeah. to our guests. Um, and, and keep it fairly short. Um, but uh, once again, thank you for joining in. Thank you for anyone who who tapped on this link and, and listened. And for anyone who did, wasn't able to write it down, you will see all of the uh, the links and the IGs for him somewhere plugged into uh, to this podcast. So once again, thank you, King Johnny. And uh, you, until we see each other again. Namaste. Namaste.